Community Matters. Happy to be with you. Richard Pyatt here. We're with you on WBCK Saturday mornings. And then if you want to listen back or maybe you were off kayaking or, you know, uh, having a breakfast out in the sun somewhere and you missed us, just go to BattleCreekPodcast.com and you can find the episodes there. Boy, I want to chat about a a serious issue that uh, we're trying to solve in Calhoun County. That is the issue of illegal dumping. Not kidding, folks. And if you drive around in some particularly rural areas and you look on the side of the road, you know what I'm talking about. There are uh, folks who uh, may just not know what to do with some of the things that they can't just throw away, so they dump them in places, but others may have more nefarious intent. At any rate, Sarah Lundy is here, the Calhoun County Solid Waste and Recycling Coordinator, to talk about the efforts to stop illegal dumping. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Thanks for this uh, opportunity. This is illegal. Let's just be clear, right? Yes, it is. And so when someone dumps on the side of the road, trash, household items, maybe tires, things like that, that really don't belong dumped on the side of the road, they're subject to fines, right? Yes. And And cleanup costs. uh, I would assume that some folks say, you know, I'll just dump it here. Nobody will ever know. That's not always true, is it? Nope, it isn't. You'd be amazed at how many identification items you actually can find in your trash. (laughs) I'm laughing, but that's true. Uh, You know, when you throw things away, sometimes there's mail in there or that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You've learned how to figure that out. Yes. Prescription bottles, shipping labels, mail. Oh, my goodness. We've seen it all. People leave things after hours at the recycling center or in our county parks already. So we will look through your material and try to figure out if we can contact you and let you know what you did was wrong. Wow. Think about that. So folks probably think they've tied up their, <laughs> they've tied up their, their trash nice and tight. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it here. You're going to open that. We are. And we will piece it together. We had someone that dumped stuff at the Recycle Center, and they purposely partially removed their name and address off of everything, but it was bits and pieces, and we took it all and put a complete address together. Whoa. We've got some investigators (laughs) in your office. Yes. Wow. Okay, so we're being a little light about this, but this is really a serious issue. Why do people do this? You know, I think there's two trains of thought for this. So there Uh are the people that are looking to get rid of things cheap and out of sight, out of their mind, and it becomes somebody else's problem. And then we have the people that just don't know what to do with it and don't know where to look for answers. They just drive out just outside of the city limits, out to the border of the county, get rid of it because who lives there, you know, it, it they you know, it's not something that they're going to have to deal with. So you get get a little bit of both. So I think that we do have a crowd of residents that if they were more educated and informed, they may make a better decision, especially if they, you know, found out like we do have household hazardous waste collections for items like motor oil. We do have appliance collections for items like ovens and refrigerators and air conditioners. And then we do have collections for tires. It's just getting the word out that there are proper ways. There are ways that the county even offers that 
you can get rid of these things for free, but just making sure that people understand that they do have these opportunities and that if they go and drive and dump the stuff in somebody else's property, that that's illegal and wrong. And there's consequences for that. Even if you think you're being anonymous about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is a concerted effort now in the recycling department and the sheriff's office to stop this. So let me just restate that. So Sarah's here from the Solid Waste and Recycling Department of Calhoun County, but the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office is partnering with the recycling department to investigate these and push those investigations forward. So we're not talking to the sheriff right now, but the law is involved in this. So we're trying to underscore that today. It's interesting because uh, you've released some information about this coordinated effort to stop this on social media. And there were some interesting comments that ensued, which Okay, so Richard's advice, maybe nobody else's, is sometimes just don't read the comments, you know, because it might <laughs> it might get you stirred up. But yeah. in this case, you found those pretty useful, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, we're getting reports about where there are problems in the county. That is helpful to know because then it helps us know where we should reach out to and encourage people mm-hmm. to to do that. Or maybe we hear from a service group that wants to do something, but they don't have a community or a location. So we might be able to pinpoint people to some areas or even group a couple of close by areas together um, if it's not enough for a full a full dumpster. So we're not wasting space and money, you know, make sure that we fill that container completely. I want to come back to that. First thing that I wanted to point out, those comments in social media, mm-hmm. let's just underscore, these were residents who saw that you're working on this Mm-hmm. got on their computer or their phone and and said I know where there's dumping it's yeah. here here yeah so this helps you and you encourage this i presume yes it also helps whoever is looking at that so if you do have a township official looking at it if you do have a community service group looking at it then they can think like well maybe we should apply for this or uh-huh well, why don't we clean up this part of our area? And then, or you might realize that maybe two miles down the road from where you live has a problem too. Uh And why don't we all work together and get that whole road cleaned up? So what Sarah is referring to is there is now a grant program for groups who want to come forward and get together and help do some of this cleanup. You can help guide them, as you've pointed out, to the places where they need to go, but also a grant to help them do it. What does that really mean, Sarah? What we would do is at the county level uh, is that we are going to take applications from our community. And those applications are going to say what area they want to clean up, what type of items are there, because like there's items that can go to the landfill and there's items that can't. So if there's bad yard waste, that has to go to a compost center. Tires would have to go to our tire collection. If there's oil, antifreeze, you know, chemicals like that, that would have to go to our household hazardous waste. So we want to have a good picture of what is actually dumped in the area Um, and then see, like, if we do have some that are close by, we might be able to put the container between two grantees and, you know, share it. Um, That's a possibility as well. 
So in order to get like the best deal on the containers and to make it a little bit easier financially and, and you know, clean, uh, we would have the groups would turn their grants in. The, currently what we have is a solid waste committee here at the county, the solid waste management planning committee. They would go through and review them at the grant applications and make recommendations about which ones are going to be funded and our first round. Um, and then we would, the county would go out and book the dumpsters and pay for the dumpsters and do all of the logistics for having the dumpsters delivered and hauled away. Okay. Um, and we would make, we would talk with the group and get ideas about where would be the best place to, to set that dumpster for the cleanup. We would work and tell the road department, hey, there's going to be a group cleaning the stretch of road on the Saturday. Uh, and, and so that's, you know, that's what we would do at the county's level is just make sure that everyone that needs to be informed is informed and do all of the scheduling and booking. And we would pay the vendor directly for the container. Okay. And it is a great opportunity, a community service opportunity mm -hmm. for a group that may wish to do this. Somebody out there is thinking, wait, well, you know, I'm not a weightlifter, so there might be some heavy stuff. Uh, should we be well-practiced with our uh, exercise before we get out there? Or can someone who has a passion for helping but can't lift tires or something, can they still be a part of it? Usually when there's dumping, there is litter, there are bags of garbage, there's all sorts of stuff. And then also just even moving it or clearing brush away to get some of the older stuff that's been dumped. Uh. So it's, it's free and available for you to be able to pick up and get rid of. Um, but we had a pilot project that we did last fall and they even were able to get community members and property owners on that stretch of road that had items like a tractor with a bucket or a bobcat. So they used heavy equipment that their members had to do all the heavy lifting. Nice. Yep. So they just Very said nice. like the volunteers came and they got everything out easy to be picked up, kind of sorted through the stuff and got all the, there was motor oil sitting on the side of the road and containers yeah. at that site. It's amazing what you can find. Everything, like I said, from a Gatorade bottle to a toilet to like a hacked up hot tub, concrete parking barriers, buckets oh of glass with gravel. When you describe some of that stuff, that really sounds like somebody who's, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. And they just dump it. So, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, but this is not 1975 anymore uh, when we used to just throw everything in a trash bag. And I remember being a kid putting grass clippings in trash bags and... Mm -hmm. That's what we did back then, but that was 50 years ago, folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is not now. We have different available processes yeah. for these things, and you can't, on top of it, just dump them on the side of the road. Let me just tell you what uh, the sheriff says about this. Fines for illegal dumping could reach $500. Plus, as Sarah pointed out, the civil cleanup expenses that go along with that. Couple that with what Sarah said a few minutes ago, they're going to open up those bags and look for clues and come and find you. And they're good at it. So think about that. Now, somebody is listening to this, Sarah, who does have an old toilet or tires or those sorts of things. And as we pointed out, they don't know what to do with them. 
what should they do? We've been trying to come up with resources to help people. I have a recycling guide that is on our website and we do have it in hard copy. So on the website, you can download the full document or there's a way to just search um, certain items that you're trying to get rid of. Or like, how do you get the refrigerant out of your freezer? Who would be willing to do that in our community? Uh, So you can, you know, recycle that, take the freezer, get it to scrap metal so it can be properly disposed of. So that's all in this. And if people cannot access our website, we do have some hard copies. And so we are willing to mail them out or someone could come pick one up from our office. I'm actually in the community development office and the county building in Marshall on the garden level. This is a good resource. And it talks about tires and household hazardous waste and appliances and refrigerant and electronics. That's all in this this guide. What a lot of people don't realize is that the, is the CNC landfill actually lets people bring trash there themselves. So if it's something that you could load up and bring to them, you would pay them a disposal cost for things like old furniture, construction debris, you know, your toilet. But that is always a possibility, too, that you can put things in a trailer in the back of a truck, haul it to the landfill yourself, so then you don't have to pay for a dumpster. Some trash services will pick up some of the bulky items on certain days or if you pay an extra fee for it. But you need to talk to your hauler because they all have different rules and sizes that they're willing to pick up. Okay. So that's another that's another option that's out there, too. There are ways to do this legally. So it's just finding out the process and who to turn to for help and what your options are. I imagine some people are just trying to avoid the fees too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they're dumping. But this can come back and bite you. So don't do it. Don't dump on the side of the road. And in fact, the sheriff points out that if you see someone dumping trash or tires on the roadside and you can be safe in doing it, get the vehicle description, the plate number, Describe the occupants and call 911. You know, mm-hmm. we think of 911 as a really amped up emergency service, which of course it is. And by amped up, I mean like a, a like a health related situation or a yes. crime in progress. But this is a crime too. Yeah. So you can use 911 for that and make uh, make a report. So that old see something, say something uh, thing. So the recycling guide that you talk about, Sarah, is available mm-hmm. on the website, calhouncountymi.gov slash recycling mm-hmm. is that website, calhouncountymi.gov slash recycling. We'll link it in the show notes at battlecreekpodcast.com for this episode as well. And we'll also list the link to uh, list the information to reach out to you by phone if they wish and they want a printed copy of that. But what a great resource. If you don't know what to do, you can look it up and yes. uh, you'll be mm-hmm. advised how to do that. Yeah. And then, as you pointed out, the grant uh, applications are on the web, too. Yes, they are. About how long does that take? So someone puts a group together, they they give you a uh, uh, a grant application. How long can they expect to stand by? Right now, our solid waste committee meets every other month, but we do have the capabilities to hold special meetings. 
So if we did get a whole bunch, you know, several of those applications in, we could actually hold a meeting just to go through the applications. Okay. So we'll just have to see how they, you know, what the turnaround is and how quickly they flow into our department. Um, but this first year, we've budgeted $6,000 that we can spend towards this program. Wow. So that's what we're, we're aiming to spend between now and December would be $6,000 for dumpsters. Uh, and so when that's gone, we'll wait next year, we'll budget money in for the program too. Um, and we're hoping to hit within two to three years, every, every township, you know, spreading across the county, working on projects and trying to clean up whatever area needs to be cleaned up in that specific part of the county. All right, folks, do something for your community, put a group together, a little elbow grease, get out there and help clean up these, uh, illegal dumping grounds. And then keep your eyes peeled for uh, that particular uh, uh, disservice, we'll call it, and uh, and report it if you see it. Boy, this is uh, good information, Sarah. Be interesting to check back with you in a while and uh, see if you got through that six thousand. Maybe uh, if yeah, we need to revisit I, I hope this. that we do. I mean, you have to think about the the poor landowners that get stuck with this stuff. There are just some spots in our county where people, like even if they clean up their land where people dump, people just dump again and dump again and dump again. And um, like, for example, tires, To for if that landowner wanted to clean up the tires themselves and get rid of them, they're looking at paying like two to five dollars for a regular passenger vehicle tire. So that adds up. If somebody puts, we get phone calls from people where some they call and tell us somebody dumped 20 to 30 tires in my yard. And that's just, I feel horrible for that person because that's not an expense that they should have to pay for. Right. So, right. you know, and if they get a semi-truck tire or a larger tire, like a tractor tire, it gets even more expensive for those tires. It does. Yeah. So we're trying to help and put an end into this problem and cycle. And if you clean it up and keep the area under surveillance, work with the local law enforcement, see if they can, you know, pass through a little bit more often in that area, put up signs that you're watching or the there's cameras, put up cameras, like trail cams to try to capture people and license Absolutely. plate numbers if they're yeah. dumping there. Those are all things that can be done to discourage people from, from continuing to do those and kind of break the cycle and just let people know, you know, we're watching and, you know, eventually you will get caught while you're doing this. Hats off to the volunteers who've already stepped up. Hats off to your efforts to uh, help stop this. Sarah Lundy, Solid Waste and Recycling Department, Calhoun County. Thank you. 